Welcome to episode 12 of the Brains Report podcast. It's a beautiful day here in Lansing, Michigan. I'm your host, James Brains, and I have some sad news. Uh, This will be our last episode for a while and maybe forever. I have too many pots on the stove and I need to focus on the meals I started cooking first. That means I'm going to be working more on written content for my product review website, brainsreport.com. I'll be putting more time into writing freelance reviews for Business Insider, and I'm doing what I can locally to help Lansing flourish. That said, let's get into today's episode. We talked to Mark Fleming, who is the Senior Vice President of Business Operations and Development for Vitamix. We talk about what makes Vitamix blenders so great, why they're so expensive, where you can get them for a lower price, and how they handled a recent recall. After the interview, I'll share my experiences with the Vitamix A3500 Smart Blender. Now that I've sufficiently introduced the podcast, let's get to our interview with Mark Fleming. Today on the Brains Report podcast, we are excited to talk about Vitamix Blenders with Mark Fleming, the Senior Vice President of Business Operations and Development with Vitamix. In the last decade, Mark has climbed the ladder at Vitamix while maintaining his focus on product management and development. Mark, go green! Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I am the I saw that you went to Michigan State. I'm a class of two thousand four here. Um thought I'd just throw that that's, out that's, there. <laughs> um, that, that, that's fantastic. Hopefully I'm not uh too old for your your audience. I'm actually class at eighty eight. Oh, okay, yeah. As long as you uh provide some good information, it should be great. <laughs> um right, fantastic. Look forward to it. Cool. So this is a, a f- question I like to ask my guests. Uh, basically, do you use the product that you're selling? Uh, Mark, do, what what sort of blender do you use in your house? Well, you know, that, that is an excellent question. And, and as a quick aside, I actually met a president of one of my competitors at a trade show once, and I asked him that question, and he said Vitamix. Really? <laughs> that is a very good question to ask. I, I personally, because I'm in charge of development, try to rotate out various blenders that we have. I like to stay current with different techniques. And currently, uh, I am using the Ascent, the uh, A3500, and actually I've been using it for the last year at my house. Okay. I uh, So I'm, I'll share too, I'm also always uh, switching out blenders, but that's because I'm doing product testing uh, for writing reviews. And uh, right now I'm not, I I have the Ascent 3500 as well, and I'm not uh, using it. And it's always frustrating to have to test out another blender because I have to set my Vitamix (laughs) aside for a little while. And yeah. (laughs) I I appreciate that and and that endorsement even. uh, It's fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so what what did you do before Vitamix? So uh, prior to coming to Vitamix, I was actually a uh, product manager at a large company by the name of Emerson. I handled their plumbing tools. Um, so I was kind of um, uh, dealing in the uh, in the in the, in the um, the end part of the uh, the food chain once you got rid of it all. Um, that was very interesting, and I've spent some time in uh, in sales, and I've spent time in uh, engineering consulting. Okay, and so what drew you to Vitamix? 
Uh, at the time, uh, uh, Vitamix actually, if you can believe it, was a sleepy little company. Uh, it wasn't the brand was not well known um, about uh, 11, 12 years ago, and uh, I looked at it as just this massive uh, uh, hidden potential. Um, and since then, I think we've been able to realize a lot of that uh, through getting our brand out there and, and uh, new products out there that that really you know meet the needs and it really became a, uh, a, a must-have brand for those that are looking to um, improve their health and vitality. So what, what were some uh, strategies that uh, you used in those early days uh, to help Vitamix become like the, the name it's so, that's so well known these days? So for me, I was very focused on the product, of course, um, but we did, uh, so getting the right product uh, in the right channels was a major focus of mine, but there was also a huge focus of the company to get our uh, brand recognition up. Uh, I don't remember what the exact numbers were back then, but they were, I mean, just microscopic. And uh, by developing the right products for the right channels, we expanded our distribution, uh, which drove our awareness up. We expanded our marketing efforts, which drove our awareness up. And we really um, understood the segments that were buying from us and the segments that should be buying from us. And by targeting those segments, targeting the proper channels that these segments uh, purchased at, um, and providing the right products so that uh, the channels were uh, special uh, in their offerings, we were able to really cook on all cylinders and um, and quickly expand into some uh, segments that we really hadn't sold much to. Okay, so so Mark, what makes Vitamix Blender so special? Okay, so there is a a focus we bring. We don't have a massive product line. We don't sell toaster ovens and and um, you know widgets. We really focus in on blenders and making sure that the quality of the puree that comes out of that that blender is is superior. Um, there's a certain mouthfeel you get when you drink out of a Vitamix. It's, it's, it is whatever texture you want to make it in a sense. If you want it to be ultra smooth, it is ultra smooth. If you want to chop something, you can chop something. Uh, so you can go from chunky to smooth. And it really is a, a, a zealotry, I think, that our engineering and, and really the whole company has uh, towards ensuring that what comes out of that jar when you, when you pour, what comes out of the, the, the bowl is, is uh, what uh, of the consistency and the homogeneity that you're looking for. And we have a, um, have a guiding principle. One of our guiding principles is doing what's right, even if it costs more. And uh, that philosophy really gets into our engineering design um, that we want to make sure that what comes out of that blender exceeds, far exceeds the expectation of the person that's drinking that, uh, that, that final product. Awesome. So, I uh, I've been in some chefs' kitchens at restaurants, and uh, I'll I'll see a Vitamix there or in the background of cooking shows. And I was wondering, is this because Vitamix is so great because you put in that effort, or is it some like clever expert product placement? <laughs> Another good question. Now, now your your audience needs to realize you're talking to the product guy here. So, um, 
So I'm going to answer that part second. Uh, if you're talking to a marketing guy, of course they would say it's all our expert product placement. Um, but you know what? If you don't have a good product, it doesn't get placed. Uh, so to, to give a shout out to the product guys out there that uh, uh, it, it, it is the fact that we deliver on what we say and we exceed that. If you, when you look at the cooking shows, you can say, well, that's just product placement. But when you go to uh, the chefs whose career depends upon the equipment they use and you go to large chains that uh, have kitchens and chefs and research, they can buy anything that they, that they, that their hearts desire. And um, after all of their research, they choose Vitamix. And the reason why they choose Vitamix is one, they know that it's going to maximize their uptime, you know, that we, we work and we work hard and they know that the consistency and quality of, of what comes out of their, their blend is like nothing else. And because of that, we have just raving, raving fans amongst the chefs and we have really massive uh, brand share uh, uh, with them, with the chains, with the chefs. Um, it really, there, there isn't even a close second um, because when you have the time to do the research and you need the equipment to perform, uh, you know, both on the, on the longevity and on the ability what com- or what comes out of it, um, they know what works and, and it's Vitamix. Uh, so I was just thinking, uh, is there, are there Vitamixes that are commercial grade or like larger capacity uh, that are specifically designed for like restaurants where there's like heavy use and uh, perhaps a need to make larger quantities? Sure. So there, there, there's, there's actually two um, uh, questions behind there. And uh, if you do a lot of uh, internet searches, um, there are people who say, oh, you have to get the commercial product. It has a higher horsepower, blah, blah, blah. No. The reality is it's my job to ensure that, or it's my team's job to ensure that the quality of the puree that comes out of that container is consistent, whether you have our least expensive to our most expensive um, uh, model, and uh, that uh, it meets the needs of the people purchasing it. And what I mean by that is in the commercial, um, they count the work done on their blender in um, hours per day. You know, these blenders are used sometimes eight hours a day, um, you know, consistently. Uh, whereas in the household, um, you know, they might be used once or twice uh, per day, and and uh, uh, even then, that would be kind of a heavy user. So, we try to for the commercial and uh, really look at what's going to extend that life of that product when it's being used that uh, frequently. For hours a day, there's, there's different <clears throat> issues you're confronted with. You know, the, the motor heats up differently, um, uh, you know, how the, uh, the, the blades, the container, so on. And so we have different um, needs that we're trying to resolve. Now, the the overall quality of what comes out is going to be the same regardless of whether household or commercial. So, so we do have machines that look very similar to household machines on the commercial end, but they're, they're different in that they're just meant to run continu- not continuously, but basically continuously you know, for, for hours per day. We also know that our commercial customers uh, uh, have uh, sometimes desire for, for more volume. And we have, uh, machine uh, 
uh, sold to commercials called the XL, and it does a full gallon and a half worth of blending capacity. Now, you don't need that for the household, um, but when you need a gallon and a half, that's, that's, this thing will handle it. Okay. That's good to know. Uh, so let's get into the Ascent series a little bit. Uh, what do blenders in the Ascent series do that previous Vitamix blenders did not? Okay, sure. So again, the, the, uh, the quality of the puree, very, very important to us. You're going to get that um, like the other ones. What we added with the Ascent is uh, connectivity uh, and programmability. So um, when you place a container, when you place your container on your Ascent, that container actually can program the blender. Uh, it also, the blender, the, the base knows exactly what container you have on it then. And what does that do for you? Well, uh, if the container can program the blender, then you can, you've in a sense future-proofed your blender. If we find new programs that um, help uh, do blends better or help do techniques better, help control the motor better, we can quickly uh, adjust the machine to, to handle that. Uh, knowing what's on the container, or on the uh, uh, motor actually, allows you to adjust blends to optimize it for the container put on there. So for example, uh, you buy an Ascent and it has the, the shorter 64-ounce container on there. They say, you know what, I only want to do small volumes. I only want to do 16 ounces or so. And so then you go and you get the 20-ounce uh, the uh, uh, cup. Um, when you put that on there, the blender instantly is programmed to um, uh, blend the most effective blend for that 20-ounce cup that you put on there. Uh, It'll, this uh, this um, uh, technology allows us to control over 140 different parameters of the of the blender base. So ramp speeds and uh, top speeds and timers and and, and so on. So uh, uh, as I said, it really for me it's it's a way of future proofing. So whatever we come up with in the future, that base will um, become the motor to drive that future invention. Wow, I like that, and it's kind of going against the trend of making products that are going to be obsolete uh, in a few years, so that <laughs> people have to buy something new. <laughs> That's yeah, great. when we uh, when we talk to consultants, it's the number one thing that they hammer us on is, well, you got to you have to make your product uh, obsolete after two or three years. Well, that's not who we are. It's not our DNA. We make stuff that lasts, and we're proud of it. Um, you know, on, on the commercial space, we sell on the total cost of ownership. We probably cost more the day you buy our equipment, but because we know you want to use it, um, over time, you are going to make your money back because it's going to be uptime and in full all the time. And so uh, same thing with the household is that, yeah, it'd be really easy. You know, you look at our, uh, our phones today, and it seems like you got to buy a new one every two to three years. You know, that, that's not our style. We, we want you to be very proud and happy with your purchase. And our, our blenders actually get passed down to generations as heirlooms. That's, that's spectacular. So what were some difficulties you faced bringing the Ascent Series blenders to market? You know, I, I, um, I, I use the word connectivity and in, in, in today's world, you know, it, it just seems like everything should be connected and so easy. 
But there's actually a lot of invention that goes behind that. And um, one of the biggest mistakes that we made in the ascent is that we were still heavily inventing while we were in the new product development cycle. And uh, it becomes difficult because invention has lots of starts and stops. New product development cycles are usually pretty systematic. You put, you lay out a Gantt chart and you kind of systematically go uh, towards the goal and, um, and launch. And so we were trying to cram a lot of invention into, into a machine while we were in our, um, in, 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 a, in a very, um, oh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but very ri- rigorous uh, development cycle. And so it caused a lot of start and stops and actually caused us to miss a lot of our key uh, uh, deadlines. Um, but lesson learned is um, uh, do your invention up front. So that, that kind of brings me to my uh, next question, and it, it could kind of lead into that. Were there uh, any inventions that came to mind along the way that didn't make it into the Ascent series, but that we could perhaps expect from Vitamix in the future? Yeah, so we, um, uh, we are trying to get more functionality out of the, uh, the wireless that we have in there. And so I would look uh, to... Um, uh, things that help us uh, better uh, utilize the the, uh, the smartness of that base. There were some um, uh, sound uh, enhancements that uh, that didn't make it in there that that we should be able to see in the future. Um, but what uh, what what do you mean by sound enhancements, like uh, dampening the sound or? Yeah, we're always looking for ways to improve just not only the quality of the sound, but the strength of the sound. So minimize the strength of the sound so it's not uh, what we would call loud, but it's also sound quality where it's um, making the sound even more enjoyable. Okay. Like you could make the blender sound like... uh songs on your spotify mix or something <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> yeah yeah no more like more like a harley at uh full bore <laughs> just just sitting there too nice uh, so, yeah so, um you know there, there 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 is sound quality that that um that sounds better to the human ear and then there's just the sound the strength of the sound that that, that we're also always looking at how we address okay um now I'd like to move into a few questions from uh, Brainiacs, followers of the Brains Report. Uh, first question comes from Lori Martinelli, and she wants to know, why are Vitamix blenders so expensive? You know, it, it, it's interesting. I, I, I somewhat chuckle with that um, because uh, I used the phone analogy earlier, and I'm old enough to remember my first cordless phone uh, it wasn't a cell phone, I have to admit, but you know, cell phones at the time were 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 big bricks that you uh, had to carry around in a briefcase. Um, and uh, my first cordless phone was like 1999. And I just heard the other day, I, I think it's Samsung has like a $2,000 uh, phone right now. And uh, and I did mention earlier that that we spend you know anywhere you know hundreds of dollars to thousands of dollars on phones that we fully expect to um, buy a new one in two to three years. Um, now, I, I'm not a big one to buy a new phone every two to three years. I'm a bit of a Luddite when it comes to that. 
Uh, but by golly, it sure seems like the world is buying new phones every two to three years. And it, it, that always boggles my mind that they would spend, you know, close to $1,000 or more on something they're going to replace in a couple of years. Well, with the Vitamix, I would say that, um, you, one, you get what you pay, you pay, you pay for. Um, we, as I said before, we're, we have people pass these down as, as, as heirlooms to, to their kids and their kids' kids. Uh, they, they, they definitely last. And, um, once you start using them, um, you tend to use it more. Uh, we find that our users, uh, consume more fruits and vegetables, about 50% more fruits and vegetables than non-users. And we find, I don't know what the stat is, but they dramatically use their blender more, uh, than any other blender. Uh, than those that don't have a Vitamix. And I don't, I don't have those exact numbers uh, handy, but um, the fact that you're eating more fruits and vegetables and you're using it more tells me that there's something about it that, um, that, that, that people see the utility in or they, 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 they get the benefit back from, from, uh, from what they purchase. And one of the other um, guiding principles we have in, uh, in development is that we want to provide more value than the consumer pays, and so we're always trying to figure out that you know, if we're going to if we're going to put some feature or benefit into our product, we want to make sure that the end user gets more value out of it than they pay for it. And so, this is a long answer to say that one price is somewhat relative. If you're using it, it's not expensive. It becomes integral to your life and lifestyle. Um, if you're not using it, then even even one dollar is 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 too much. Um, so that that that's that's uh, the short answer on it, and the uh, the other part is that it takes a lot, it costs a lot to produce a product that we fully expect to last for many, many years and be an integral part of your life. Yeah, I uh, I found myself making things like uh, like a cashew cheese, so it was like a <laughs> vegan cheese, and I, I love yeah, cheese, but um, I tried it out and it tasted great uh it was a great dip and uh healthier for me uh presumably so yeah oh I, yeah i can definitely we, see, we had, see uh, that. a few years back we had a um we had end users send in kind of their most interesting vitamix story we wanted to have kind of an appreciation um event and uh we had an end user who um uh, actually got a date out of a bet on his vitamix and uh, he had bet this woman he had met, I don't remember if he met her in a grocery store or somewhere, that he could cook uh, a pizza uh, or make a pizza for her uh, out of his blender. And she <laughs> took him up on the challenge and um, he uh, made the dough, the sauce, you know, grated the cheese and so on, made the whole pizza. And I think it was about a year, 18 months later, they were married. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> So Vitamix made a family. So uh, nice. yeah, yeah, we have just many interesting stories like that. Awesome. Yeah, I've done. I'm a big homemade pizza dough fan, and I, I've done dough and some uh, sauce in the Vitamix, and yeah, it works well. Um, so next question, uh, Kathy Winnick-Hillard asks. Do you have an outlet market where people can buy discontinued or slightly damaged blenders? 
yes, actually, it's pretty easy. Our website, um, we have certified recondition. And uh, what that means is that when we get uh, returns from uh, various retail channels, and these returns may be that the person bought it, opened up the box, their spouse came and said, you paid what for a blender? And they close <laughs> the box up and bring it back in, which quite frankly, I think makes up probably, I don't know what the exact number is, but a vast majority of what we get back in. Uh, or, um, you know, they were lightly used and, and they went and they bought uh, a different model and so they brought it back. Um, we then uh, do a inspection on the entire machine. We bring it back up to basically brand new not brand new because, you know, it has the old shell on it, it has the old motor in it, um, but it has new containers and, and things of that sort. Um, and uh, we sell it on our website under the certified recondition. And uh, um, it is, uh, depending upon the, um, the volume of what we have in, uh, you can get a, just a substantial deal on, uh, on a great Vitamix that way. Great. I'll include a link to that in the show notes for this episode. Uh, one more uh, question from Tansy Harris, who asks, what does Vitamix do differently after the huge recall due to blades leaving pieces of Teflon in blended items? And what did Vitamix learn from the lawsuit? Yeah, this, this, is, a, this is a very unfortunate uh, episode that, that we actually learned through social media. It would have been great if we would have figured this out uh, beforehand because we actually developed a, uh, a patented new technology that, that eliminates those uh, uh, black uh, flecks. And uh, the reason why it's a patented new technology is that anytime you have a rotating shaft going through a seal, um, up until this new technology, it leaves flex. Um, and so... For those out there, I, I don't know why Vitamix became the poster child, but anything that is turning that has a seal, you're going to have that seal wear away. Um, and so there is a lot of this out there that, that may shock people. Um, but we developed a way to actually, the, the learning is is that we developed a way to actually capture those those. Um, the, 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 those flex and they, they, they don't make it up into the drink anymore. So that's fantastic. Um, it, uh, it was one of those things that uh, caught us by surprise. And so one of the learnings is, is that uh, when we do um, stress analysis on our, on our products, we now look for things that we, we look at the little things more. Um, we never even thought to look at, at the uh, seals because they're just a minor component there. We're trying to make sure that the, the blades and, and the container and, and so on work in a certain part of harmony. Uh, but it really brought a hyper-focus to each uh, uh, component within the whole system. And now we ensure that each component within the entire system is, is, is um, highly scrutinized and, and understood as to what the failure, the failure mode analysis is and um, you know, expected life and so on. The great thing is, is that not only do we have this um, technology that captures uh, all of those, um, but it also extended the, the life of our blade assemblies by doing this. So uh, just really a win-win a, a um, uh, overall on, uh, on just a better engineered product. Um, so uh, a lot of learning there and uh, opened my eyes a lot to um, uh, you know, when, when you go out to eat and, and uh, 
uh, what um, what may inadvertently make its way into your food. That's a great answer. Thanks, Mark. Uh, we're going to move into the final section of the show, five quick questions. Uh, these are five questions I ask of all of my guests just to, I guess, see what makes you tick. <laughs> um, yeah. The first question is, at what time of day do you do your best work? Yeah, I am, uh, I am definitely not a morning person. Um, so I find that from about 10 o'clock in the morning until six at night would be my, my best time. And I always try to take a little time at, uh, at noon for myself. Awesome. Question two, what habit do you have that you think improves your life the most? Um, yes, this kind of goes into an earlier conversation is that, um, I have an intensely green smoothie in the morning. It is loaded up. I mean, it, it, uh, it's just unbelievable the amount of greens and, and uh, nutrients I pack into it. And then, uh, uh, as I just said, at, at noon, I try to take a few minutes for myself to uh, pray and meditate, um, you know, just to revive. And then at night, I try to do um, cardio and, uh, and weight training. So really fueling the body correctly, fueling the mind correctly, and then um, making sure you keep... Uh, keep it in good shape, um, uh, you know, with a little bit of exercise every night. Okay. Question three, what has been the most effective method for getting the word out about your product? You know, we have just amazing, um, raving fans out there. And, uh, we have a very, for when someone buys a Vitamix, the amount of recommendations they make after they purchase it, is, is just really, really amazing and, 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 and humbling, uh, quite frankly, um, uh, particularly from a product guy because um, it, it obviously touches them when you get that many recommendations. So it really is our customers that get our word out the best. That's always a good sign. Uh, question four, how much TV do you watch in a typical week? So, so I actually try to, uh, to make time to to sit down with the wife and kids and, and watch TV. But, um, it, it doesn't really work out that well, I guess. Um, I might, I might get about two, maybe three hours a week of TV in. Okay. That, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> um, and yeah, our... quite frankly, I wouldn't mind doing a little bit more, but it just, it, it's amazing how quickly the day gets away. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more important stuff out there. <laughs> Um, final question, what do you think the world needs more of? Yeah, and that, that one, um, really listening with empathy. Um, I think that uh, we don't listen enough and we don't project ourselves into other people's shoes enough. Um, and it helps in so many ways. Uh, being a product guy, you can't develop great product unless you really listen to the needs of your customer. But... Um, you know, listening with empathy sure could solve a lot of the misunderstandings we have in this world. That's a great note to end on. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to tell listeners? Yeah, I, I think I'm all good. I appreciate the uh, the uh, the questions and, and the time you, uh, you're doing the Vitamix. Well, thank you so much, Mark, and best of luck with Vitamix. Great. You have a great day. And that was our interview with Mark Fleming. 
What well, wasn't that insightful? I, I felt like I, I learned a lot about Vitamix and and kinda like it even more now. Um now I'm gonna get now I'm going to get into my review of the Vitamix A3500. So this is by far the best blender I've ever used. Uh, it's become the blender by which all others are measured. Uh, I keep getting more blenders sent to me to test and I find I can't wait for the testing to be over. They're, they're usually pretty decent blenders um, for their price, but I, I keep looking forward to eventually giving them away so I can be back to my Vitamix A3500. Um, so this is the top of the line model in Vitamix's Ascent series. It has five preset programs for cleaning, purees, frozen desserts, hot soups, and smoothies. Uh, also for, oh wait, I already said cleaning. Well, it has cleaning. It'll clean for you. It'll do it all. Anyway, uh, there are touch touchscreen controls. Um, in the Ascent series, there are three other models, and uh, they have less of these features. They may have like either zero or three preset programs, um, or they may not have the touch screen. Uh, the A3500 has all of the whistles and bells that are available in the Ascent series. Uh, so this model is compatible with other Vitamix containers, uh, but it comes with a 64 ounce Triton plastic jar that is shaped just right so you get a good vortex that the the kind of the the goal of blenders is to create this vortex that uh, blends everything efficiently and smoothly um, and so it gets this vortex when you're blending and so it does the the optimal job you can expect the built-in timer is awesome on the blender because it allows you to work on other stuff in the kitchen while you're blending. Uh, I usually set it and just go about cleaning stuff in the kitchen while I wait for the whatever I'm making to be done. And it automatically stops so I don't have to worry about it blending too much. Uh, so the, the cleaning function is pretty great. Uh, it lasts for about 35 seconds and it varies in the speed and pulsing and all of that and I found that for everything except I believe peanut butter it, it cleaned everything up uh, on just one cycle uh, the peanut butter took a little bit more but that's to be expected uh, the hot soup setting is pretty interesting uh, it, it, feels a little bit gimmicky but it also was pretty fun I made cauliflower soup with it and I all I did was you had to cook the cauliflower a little bit just so it was the right consistency and then I put it in there with the other ingredients I followed a, a Vitamix recipe and it came out great tasted like like real soup it, it was really good uh, since it can do hot soup, it can also do hot coffee, uh, which is a, another thing I tried with it uh, when our uh, old crappy espresso maker was giving us trouble. We, we just used the Vitamix to make our morning coffee, and it, it worked great. Uh, used, I believe, an instant espresso, and yeah, heated it up and delicious. 
Uh, other things I've made with the A3500 is pizza dough, uh, which again worked great. Cashew cheese, which was a vegan cheese that tastes surprisingly good and was healthy for me. And uh, of course we use the Vitamix to make smoothies all the time. And what's a blender if you can't make a good smoothie? Uh, the Vitamix is unparalleled. It, it pulverizes seeds. I, I like to make stuff with strawberries. And uh, after it goes through the smoothie cycle, which is about 50 seconds long, and again varies in uh, the amount of the, the speed and the, the pulsing. But after it goes through a cycle, the seeds are pulverized. You don't get seeds stuck in your teeth because they're essentially gone. And kale leaves are left, again, pulverized. I, I can't think of a better word. Um, they're just destroyed and uh, your, your teeth are saved. You don't look like you've just had sips of your yard or anything like that. Um, the app is pretty great. You can connect to the blender via Bluetooth and uh, then it ha the app has uh, over 500 recipes and the app works with your blender to um, go through the steps of the recipes and then when it gets the point the point of blending it will automatically tend to tell the blender to get going and, and there it goes. Um, for the most part, I don't use this function. Uh, I prefer just use it as a non-smart blender, uh, but I could see how other people might enjoy doing this. Uh, there are a couple of things I didn't like about uh, the app. Uh, first of all, all of the measurements are in ounces, grams, or milliliter milliliters, and not in the U.S. units of volume, like cups, tablespoons, or teaspoons. And this was a little bit annoying, and I tried as I might to, to change that in the settings. I, I was not able to find how to change it. If you go to the Vitamix website, it does list it in the U.S. units. Uh, so uh, you can kind of convert that way. Um, I also would have liked it if there was an automatic pulsing function. Um, there isn't really so some of the recipes call for you uh hitting the pulse button like 50 or 60 times which uh is annoying if for people who who don't like counting or, or just can't count um and the last thing the last negative about the vitamix is its cost it's currently about 575 dollars on amazon and i believe that's marked down from Either 650 or 700. Uh, either way, it's expensive. But let's put in perspective here for a minute. It comes with a 10-year warranty, and that is better than I, I don't know of anything else that has that good of a warranty uh, in the industry. So that breaks down to about you know, 57, 60 dollars per year. And if you look at these crappy blenders. That costs around a hundred dollars. Um, they don't have anything near that sort of warranty. You might be lucky if you get two or three years warranty, uh, and they also don't perform anywhere near as well as the Vitamix. So, 
looking at the life of the blender that it, it kind of puts the the costs in perspective and then you add in the performance and it really sets the Vitamix blender above and beyond anything else that's out there uh, so yeah go for it that it's why you see it in uh, kitchens um, I guess on TV Vitamix is behind that as you heard in our interview but if you look in real life in um, kitchens uh, at local restaurants, they'll still have a Vitamix and they're not being paid for that. They, they just know it, it works great. Anyway, uh, that's my review of the Vitamix A3500. Thank you very much for listening. Please visit the show notes at brainsreportpodcast.com for links to everything we talked about this episode. If you like the show, please share it with your besties. And if you want to reach me for any reason, send an email to brainsreport at gmail.com. And who knows, maybe we'll be back someday. Either way, please take care of yourself.